Hi, and welcome to the Heights uh, podcast. Here at our podcast, you're going to find practical uh, episodes that are going to help you take your next step of faith. Uh, our podcast is designed for you to be able to watch any of our past sermons and then episodes like this of the podcast that tie in culture and our faith and how we as believers in Jesus Christ can grow together. And so as always, I'm joined uh, with my esteemed colleague and co-host, Matt Hogan. And so thanks, Matt, for joining us. Glad to be here. Um, this is a topic today on, uh, we've been in this Healthy Habits series, and so we've, and you'll have to help me remember everything, we've uh, done prayer, yep, Bible reading, yep, evangelism, yep, um, what am I? Stewardship. Stewardship. That was Sunday sermon. <laughs> so, and now we're in fasting. And now fasting. Now I'm going to be real honest with you. All of these healthy habits are all things that I need to be working on, but the other four are things that I've done at least some in my life. I'm not sure I've ever done fasting ever. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to be like brand new, like to this whole world. Yeah, no, that's fine. And I, I mean, there's a lot of people who would say that, you know, and so this past Sunday, as I preached on fasting in full disclosure, as I said on Sunday, this was my first year or first sermon in 16 years preaching on fasting. It might've been the first sermon I've ever heard on fasting. Right. And, and I mean, for a lot of people, that's true. And I have fasted, I fast, but I've never taken the time to really, you know, teach that. And so when we were putting together this series, that was one of the spiritual disciplines that as I was praying through all the different ones to kind of highlight, I thought, we just don't talk about this or do well at this. So um, even though I ate a little M&Ms before I came on and talked about fasting, what is it? What is fasting? Well, usually uh, the whole idea of fasting is, is that we're going without food for a period of time uh, to focus on some kind of a spiritual need mm -hmm. or a spiritual reality. It's a way for us to grow closer, to be more aware of our relationship with God. Right. Um, it's good by doing without something. Yes. And, but now some groups do Lent cause now right. we're in the Easter season. So mm -hmm. folks may hear about, you know, different groups doing Lent. What's the difference between Lent and fasting? Cause I know you, you've kind of come from a, a background of being in a church that did Lent. So right. what's the difference in that? So Lent is, uh, something that many churches, Catholic churches, and then some mainline Protestant churches, practice. Uh, it's 40 days mm -hmm. uh, before Easter and it doesn't include Sundays. Oh. So actually oh, uh, I didn't not know everybody knows this, but yeah. every Sunday you get to eat whatever you want. Huh, cheat day. You get cheat day. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Well, because the idea is that every Sunday is like a miniature Easter. Gotcha. And so you don't do without on Sunday because okay. on Sunday we're celebrating the resurrection right. no matter what Sunday it is. Okay. So that, that's kind of the idea behind it. But yeah, so that's why, that's why it's 40 days, but it always starts on a Wednesday. Right. So Ash Wednesday is the beginning of the, of the Lent season. And so uh, churches that practice Lent are in the middle of that right now. Um, and fasting is usually one component of what you do during Ash Wednesday. But the way that, that the church that I was a part of for many years practiced Lent, they, they didn't necessarily encourage people to do without food. Mm -hmm. They usually encouraged people to, to give something else up for Lent. Like, Facebook or social media or Netflix or, and, and, and so it was sort of a more modern take on the idea of fasting that rather than do without food for a time, right. you would do without, you know, some Something. other thing. Yeah. Usually you were giving, you were giving, or 
you were giving a certain amount of time to right. the Lord. Yeah. It's kind of, it was kind of how it worked out. Okay. Yeah. Good explanation of that. Growing up Methodist, I didn't know about the cheat day. You didn't know that? No, but I don't remember fat. I mean, I don't that remember should have been doing on the, like the first thing. Man. I don't remember doing Lent a whole lot. Uh-huh. I mean, I remember we did it as a kid some, and I think we did Lent to give to missions. Okay. Cause like, I remember a little thing I used to have where you put like a quarter in each day and you know, that, that went so. Uh, wow. All right. <laughs> There's something new today. <laughs> so with, with fasting, I would define it real simply as letting go of a physical need um, for a spiritual plea. Okay. You know, so I'm, I'm setting aside something physical and I'm replacing that time I would engage in that physical for a spiritual reason. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and you mentioned, obviously, food, you know, drink. Uh, sometimes people medically can't fast, which, you know, God knows your heart perfectly understand. So it may be, all right, I'm going to set aside 30 minutes from not watching TV to specifically pray or Xbox or, you know, an activity working out in the gym or something. Probably a lot of people would love to fast from that one easily. Like, <laughs> you know, so I'm going to let go of a, a physical need for a spiritual plea. So I'm I'm letting go of that physical need and saying, okay, God, I'm going to trust you to provide what I need physically right now. So that would be kind of the, the food element. And then, but I'm going to use that time to connect with you at a deeper level, you know, and I think that's what's going to delineate us probably for some other groups like Lent and other things, or we're, we're, we're setting aside that to really seek here. So mentioning that there are other groups that do fast. I mean, that's you, true. You, you spent, you said Lent, but what are some other groups that may fast out there and different kind of fasts we may encounter with other groups? Uh, there's a handful of fasts that happen in Judaism, mm-hmm. especially like in, among the Orthodox community. There's certain days where they fast. Right. Um, and then, of course, uh, uh, Muslims have the month of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And so typically the way that fast uh, works is from sunup to sundown all day long. It's nothing but water. Right. But then every night you get to rejoice and, get to, and feast. Get to eat. And yeah. so, so it's a, it's an, kind of an interesting, mm. you know, it's, it's, I mean, that's, you gotta be disciplined to go all day long without eating. Right. But then every night you get to, um, you know, to, to partake. And it's a, it's a very important, uh, religious and cultural and family time. Mm-hmm. For, for, for folks that are, that are, that are Muslims. Yeah. So you mentioned Judaism. So Yom Kippur, uh, and then obviously Ramadan for Muslims. Um, I think there are also sometimes people who fast for diets. That's true. <laughs> you know, like I'm going to, I would put that in a separate category, right? You know, but they're okay. I'm going to diet. So you may go, Hey, have you ever fasted before? Well, yeah, from a diet. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, or if you need to get a blood test, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Or blood tests. Um, sometimes there's political fasts. Like I'm thinking Gandhi, uh, uh-huh. you know, well, like the, a hundred, like a hunger strike, right? Yeah. Gandhi did a hunger strike to, you know, um, kind of oppose the British government with some of the rules they had. So yeah, you, I think fasting culturally is not a new topic, but sometimes within the Baptist life, (laughs) it's one we don't center in on, on our spiritual disciplines. But I think it's so important because like we said, it's, it's letting go of that physical need for a spiritual plea, but how, what caution would you give people who are seeking to fast. Uh, and, and what I'm thinking about is what's going to separate our fast from a Muslim fast? 
Oh, interesting. Okay. You know, what, what do we want to be careful of as Christians when we fast? Well, I think the first thing that I would, the first thing that I would caution would be to start small. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't, don't bite. This is going to sound ridiculous, but don't bite off more than you can chew <laughs> when it comes to fasting. You know what I mean? Like go without a meal. Don't say I'm not going to eat for a week. Right. I'm not going to go with 40 some, days. Start with something. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. not going to go 40 yeah. days like Jesus. That's right. not going to happen. Um, one, another thing that I would suggest is, you know, um, Jesus talks about in the Sermon on the Mount, when you mm-hmm. fast, mm-hmm. don't put on your worst clothes and put on your gloomy face and right. walk around Oh my gosh, I'm so hungry. I yeah. haven't, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, he makes a big deal out of not, um, not fasting so that other people can be impressed. Mm-hmm. In other words, he says, kind of keep it on the down low. Right. I, I remember a time when, when I was a kid, uh, we were going through the drive through on the way to church. Yeah. And, uh, I just happened to notice that everybody ordered in the car except for my mom. Mm. And I was like, mom, why, why aren't, why aren't you ordering? Mm-hmm. And she almost kind of like whispered. She's like, I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she didn't even want to say it all the way out loud right. because she was trying to respect that principle, which is like, she was, um, she was praying earnestly, yeah. um, about, about, uh, about a cause that was, that was going on at the time. Um, uh, uh, because of what was going on in our nation around the, the whole idea of uh, pro-life, mm-hmm. pro-life legislation. Mm-hmm. She was pr- fasting and praying for that, yeah. but she didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Right. Even to the rest of her family, she was yeah. like, oh, this is something I'm going to do kind of quietly. This is between me and the Lord. Right. You know, and, and, and I've even kind of thought about it on, on the one hand, I always thought it was kind of cool to get the ashes uh, on your forehead right. in the shape of a cross on Ash Wednesday. And then you, yeah. you're out and you go have lunch and people are like, oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah. it's Ash Wednesday, you know? Well, what, what's that smudge on your forehead? Yeah. Well, let me tell you about Jesus. You yeah. know? I always thought that was kind of cool. But then on the other hand, the, the fact that we're doing without in order to draw near to the Lord, uh, that should be something that's something between us yeah. and the Lord and not something that's for other people. Right. Yeah. No, and I think that's good. We, I think there are times it is appropriate to communicate, hey, I'm fasting. Um, Jesus, when he talks about that, he says the same thing in prayer. It's really the motivation of your heart. Uh Why are you praying publicly? Why are you fasting? Why are you even praying in secret? You know, why are you fasting in secret? It always comes back to the motivation of the heart. If you're, if you're out there trying to do it for people to pat you on the back, then Jesus says, Hey, you got that reward, you know, but if you're doing it with right motivation, you have reward in heaven. So I think with fasting, there are times to probably appropriately communicate that. Um, for instance, with the spouse, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, through, when I have fasted, there are times I'll say, you know, Hey, Sandra, I'm, I'm fasting for lunch today. I won't be home, you know, or, Hey, I'm going to fast today, uh, you know, and then that way she knows like, but when I cook dinner, yeah. cooking for one less, one less know? chicken leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so I think there are times, maybe if you're out with friends, you can do it respectfully. If there's a meal coming and just say, Hey, look, I've you know, I'm going to choose not to eat today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fasting or just, yeah, I think there are ways to do that. But I think in fasting too, what we, we need to be careful of is, so from, for like a Muslim, they're going to fast to seek forgiveness from Allah. They're going to fast with Ramadan to say, all right, I'm going to get my sins washed away. I'm getting closer to Allah there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in our, you know, in, in, in our understanding of the Bible, we're saved by grace alone through faith alone and Christ alone. So fasting for us isn't I'm seeking salvation or I'm seeking 
forgiveness of sin here. Um, or what, brownie points in heaven. Or brownie points in heaven. So you do you see a lot of different fast in the Bible. Um, there is fasting in the Bible for a time to say, I'm going to fast because, again, I'm letting go of that physical need for a spiritual plea. So it is an opportunity maybe to experience God fresh, new, clear eyes, clear vision. Um, there's fast in the Bible where God show me in my heart uh, what's going on. You know, so I think a great way to fast is to fast and pray through the Beatitudes, you know, because you've got that, you know, the, uh, for those that are pure in heart, they will see God, you know, they'll experience God. So fasting in a way to say, God, expose my sin, uh, bring me closer to you. You mentioned with your mom, maybe something going on in the nation. So I'm, I'm fasting, praying for revival. Um, so it's, it's praying for a, a change. Um, it's praying for, you know, maybe uh, I think Acts 13, that's where they're praying as a church to send out Paul and Barnabas. And it says they prayed and they fasted and then they laid hands and sent out. So, I mean, you think of the church of Antioch, like, all right, hey, we're going to send out our two pastors, <laughs> or Paul and Barnabas, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, hey, why don't we, why don't we take time to Seek the Lord on this. Let's pray and fast. Yeah, that's a, that's a signal that you, that you read in the text where, where that church took that decision very seriously. Right, right. There was a, there was a time before, yeah. I mean, they didn't, that was not just a vote. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That wasn't, they didn't just take a show of hands. No, it was that they very prayerfully considered that. And, and to that church, it was so important mm -hmm. that they figure out what, what God was calling them to do, right. that they were going to go without food for a time so that they could focus on yeah, that. Yeah, they could focus on it. So I think there's, there's different types of fast, but I want, I want our listeners to just be very careful uh, in the sense of you're not seeking forgiveness, you know, salvation right. through a fast. I mean, that's, that's a works-based type salvation. And so you've mentioned already, and, and let's kind of circle back to this, there are different kinds of fast. Um, and you see these in the Bible, uh, the Daniel fast, you know. Oh, with the veggies? <laughs> the veggies. The veggies you know, in Babylon. So, right. So sometimes it, it can be a certain type of food, certain type of drink, type of fast. Um, there is, you know, a fast where you may go completely without food and water. Not recommended more than a day. Right. <laughs> for obvious right. medical yeah. reasons. <laughs> you can go without food, you know, and then only do liquids, you know, for seven days, I've, I've known people who've done a 40 day juice fast and no f solid food for 40 days. And then they take supplements or, you know, liquids for 40 days. Um, and then we've mentioned maybe, okay, maybe all right, my, my medical, I can't go without food or water. And so I can find something to give up. Uh, I recommend people if they've never fasted, try at least for a meal mm -hmm. for a period of time. You know, you've said it, I think very wisely, don't just bite off more than you can chew. <laughs> Hashtag dad joke fasting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's kind of one of the big questions that I have is as far as like, because again, my the, the experience that I had like through um, through the through other churches that practiced Lent and stuff, mm -hmm. there was sort of a more modern take on the whole idea of fasting. And they were right. like, well, I'm I'm going to take a social media break right. for Lent. Yeah. Um, so as somebody who has literally never fasted, like, would you encourage, would you encourage believers to go ahead and try a, a tr more traditional 
food-based fast or is it okay to say, well, I'm not gonna do Netflix or whatever? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on those things? I would encourage the more traditional food-based for those that medically can. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, I think we always need to say, if you're gonna go, especially if you're gonna go without food for a week or longer, you, you may need to check with your doctor, and, right. you know, get some, get some help out there. And there's plenty of things out there. You know, the Daniel fast is a, a common one, and that'll even give you what foods to uh, stay away from, what you can eat, what you can drink, what you can't drink. Um, I would encourage that. Again, you know, if you're medically not able to do the food-based, you know, do find that, the Netflix, you know, something like that. Um, and then as you start fasting, really, I don't, it, it, you need to determine why you're fasting. You know, it, it's not just, okay, I'm going to do this to do this. Because in the Bible, again, you see specific fast for specific reasons. Um, so I often will pray, okay, Lord, if, if you're calling me to fast, why are you calling me to fast? You know, and so I, I get in my mind a, a spiritual goal of mm -hmm. that fast. Um, then determine the length. Uh, like I said, I've never tried a week one. I've never tried a 40-day one. I, honestly, just because as I've prayed about it, I've never felt led to. Um, mm -hmm. I've usually done a, a day a week, you know, a meal, something here and there. Um, so I think really determine your purpose, determine your length. Um, and then, you know, to, to look at where am I going to go in Scripture with it? So I want to I want to read script. I want to read a lot of Scripture because as you're fasting, the purpose of that remember it's setting aside the physical need for a spiritual plea. So it's it's taking that time to connect with the Lord, right? You know. So if I am praying for revival, God's put revival on my heart. I'm going to read a lot of passages on revival, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to take in a lot of Scripture in there. Um, personal holiness. Again, I would go through the Beatitudes, spend time just reading the Beatitudes, memorizing them. You know? um, so, so, you know, set aside time, get your plan, your reason, your length. Um, look at your scriptures you want to intake because, again, you're, 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 that's the purpose of this. Um, and then I know a lot of people don't do it. I, I find it real helpful. Journal. Uh -huh. Just write it out. Write out what God's revealing about you what God may be calling you to do, what you're learning, what you're praying about. Um, so just a, a peek into my fasting journal is I'll write out, here's the goal of the fast, what I'm working through, what God's, you know, verses, maybe in passages I'm going through, I really highlight. Um, and then, you know, maybe a, a resolve, like I usually call it my resolve for the week. I'm going to work on this this week. Mm -hmm. uh, and then a prayer, you know, I just write out a prayer. And so uh, one of the things that I'm seeing uh, is that fasting is a very spiritually centered activity. Right. I think that's important to keep in mind because, of course, there's a lot of uh, health and diet plans that involve different kinds of fasting. Yes. Like intermittent fasting. Right. If you're doing like a keto thing or something yeah. like that. Um, it's important. Now, and those are all fine and good. They have their place. Um, what we're talking about is a different thing. Right. You know, so you don't. So. And I, rem I remember one time, this was several years back, I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's time for Lent, you know, it's time to get rid of the carbs and I'll drop some, I'll drop some pounds. You yeah. know what I mean? I kind of think like that. Um, and I'm realizing, no, that's not, that's not what the point of this is. The point of this is that that hunger in your belly yeah. pushes you closer to your, into your relationship with the Lord. Right. And so that's why you have these other components like 
journal, prayer, scripture. This isn't just doing without food so that you can drop weight. Right. Although that's also a positive thing. Yeah, sure. But that shouldn't be the goal right. of the kind of fasting we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, the goal is to connect on a deeper level with God. You know, which, as we kind of put a bow on the podcast here, it's really been the whole goal of the whole series. Yeah. You know, so as we've talked about prayer and Bible reading, sharing your faith, stewardship, you know, taking everything God's given me to build his kingdom for his glory, fasting, it's, it's disciplines or habits. I know people don't like the word disciplines, <laughs> so, so I chose habits, but it's those healthy habits as, as I'm exercising those things consistently, I should be moving closer to the Lord. My faith should deepen. My love and passion for God should awaken and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes work. It yeah. doesn't just magically happen. And it takes know? practice. It takes practice. You know, it, it really does. So, well, good. I, I've enjoyed this. It's been a good, good series of, of podcasts with this. This is, this has been fun. And so next week, um, you and Pastor Jonathan are going to talk about expressive individualism, which will be fun. Also known as how to parent teenagers. <laughs> how, to, how to parent teenagers that like to express themselves. Uh, and then we're going to be at the, the following one, we're going to be right kind of right there in the middle of Holy Week. And, and we'll focus on, you know, the last week of Jesus and take a look at some of those things. Like you mentioned, Easter's coming up. So uh, it's going to be exciting next couple episodes. So we thank you for joining us as well. If you are in our area, we'd love to invite you in person on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., or 10.30 a.m. to worship with us. Uh, or you could worship with us online. If you are watching this from another state or, or far away from where we're located, we'd love for you to join us in worship as well. Same time on Sunday mornings, 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. on our Heights Facebook page. Heights YouTube page is where you can find us for those live streams. Make sure you hit subscribe uh, here on our YouTube page the like button on our Facebook page. That's going to keep you uh, up to date on all our current content. Uh, Also, you can find us on any podcast app that you might have and download our audio content as well. Make sure you hit subscribe with that. So thank you for joining us again this week. Hope you have a wonderful week and God bless.